Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What's up, everybody? Before we launch into today's episode, we have a very exciting announcement. We here at the Command Zone are hiring. That's right. If you've ever dreamed of turning your love of Magic the Gathering and Commander into a career, if you want to work with uh, creative professionals in a fast-paced environment that's really rewarding, if you're creative, ambitious, hardworking, passionate, we want you on our team. And one thing, Jimmy, is mm-hmm. that's really cool, I think, is we have a lot of positions open, and it's all the way from people who are entry-level with no experience to people with uh, that are experts in their field that oh, have a perfect. lot of experience. We, we want yeah. people all along that spectrum. I think this is a really cool place to work. Uh, hopefully, you would agree. Yeah, I think so. It's been one of the best parts of my life for the last seven years. And if you're looking for a way to get into showbiz, the entertainment industry, online content creation, there is no better place. We very much look forward to seeing Seeing everyone's applications. Yeah. So that uh, link is collected.company slash jobs. The link will be in the show notes, so you don't have to memorize it or anything. Mm-hmm. But please, if you're interested, if you want to join our team, follow that link, apply for one of the positions or multiple positions, and uh, hopefully we're See talking to you very soon. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. Let's get on with the episode. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Command Zone Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ, and today I'm joined by... Lady Danger. Hello, lady. Welcome, welcome. Thanks. Today, we're going to be talking about the new pre-constructed decks. The one that we're talking about today is Draconic Rage. I would like to rage. (laughs) I mean, if we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, we got to have a dragon deck. Of course. Oh my gosh. But before we get into it, before we talk about how we're going to upgrade it, what's in the deck, we got to talk about our sponsors. Starting off with Card Kingdom. Card Kingdom is fantastic. Look, you're going to want to get some pre-constructed decks. You're going to want to get some singles from this set, from other sets. Go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone to get all of your singles, all of your pre-constructed decks. You're going to buy magic cards anyways, so you might as well use our affiliate link and support them and us. Also, while you're over there, you're going to want to get some Ultra Pro product. Yes! Ultra Pro has some awesome products. Do you know what I love about Ultra Pro is the art that they have because they have license to the official magic art and there's going to be so much great art when it comes to this Dungeons and Dragons set. There's going to be really cool art, references to Dungeons and Dragons, throwbacks to all sorts of cool stuff. And so get the coolest art on your cards with Ultra Pro. Also, speaking of Ultra Pro, We have something cool that Ultra Pro hooked up for us. Oh, yeah. Grab that thing. Watch out. Oh, my gosh. Right now, uh, we are running a Kickstarter campaign, and we have an Ultra Pro super deck box, and it looks amazing. Made out of really high-quality materials. It's got the Game Nights logo on it. It's got the Game Nights logo all over the place, this beautiful lining. Honestly, this is just a really well-constructed deck box. Uh, And this is a limited quantity. We only ordered so many, they could only make so many. So make sure that you head on over to our Kickstarter and get one if you want one. They are amazing products. Uh, And of course, there's one other way to support us and that's directly through Patreon. And you get all sorts of perks, like some patrons are getting one of those deck boxes for free. Just getting it shipped to them. 
I hope it's me. <laughs> and then also they get really really cool other perks like getting on discord or getting to watch our content early and of course one other perk that they get is one lucky patron gets called out every single episode and today's episode is dedicated to sam, sam otterberg sam you rock you rock <laughs> all right let's talk about this pre-constructed deck look we love just taking these out and immediately playing them straight out of the box. They're really, really fun to play, but sometimes straight out of the box, it doesn't always measure up to our commander tables. You know, yeah. you bring your deck from home and I bring my pre-con and sometimes they don't hang together. Mm -hmm. So we will have a simple goal to be able to pump these things up. Just have a simple upgrade guide, 10 cards in, 10 cards out, keep it cheap, under $30. And we have a specialist here, lady. You have analyzed this deck, you've broken it down, and you have some information to share with us. Let's start off by talking about the Commander card. So the Commander card is Vrondis Rage of Ancients. It's a three mana, uh, well, actually, it's a five mana, uh, five four, with Enrage. Whenever Vrondis Rage of Ancients is dealt damage, you may create a five four red and green dragon spirit creature token with when this creature deals damage, sacrifice it. When you roll one or more dice, you may have Vrondis deal one damage to itself. Okay, so we have, and it is a dragon itself. It's a dragon barbarian. A dragon barbarian for three red green. Okay, so a five mana, five four that creates more five fours. Yes. But you can't just create five fours out of nowhere. You kind of got to do some stuff. You got to roll some dice. You got to roll some dice. Maybe take a little damage. Okay, well, these aren't even normal dragons that it's producing. These are weird dragons, right? Yeah, because they're, um, what, spirit creature tokens, but they die. You, you have to sacrifice it once it's dealt damage. Yeah, they're these little dragons. They're five. No, they're not little. They're five fours. Yeah, they're big they're dragons. They're, yeah. big dragons. <laughs> they're big dragons. They're honkers. They're big honking dragons. Uh, and then, but whenever they deal damage, they die. You have to sacrifice it. Mm -hmm. So that means that they block, they get sacrificed. You attack and you deal damage to your opponent, they get exactly. sacrificed. Really interesting sort of mechanic. So with this one, I feel like you need to roll some dice to create some of these extra dragons. You need to enrage it so you can create extra dragons. Just create lots and lots of dragons, right? Yeah, and it's it's the new mechanic. You know what I mean? You, you, we don't get to roll a lot of dice and magic, and I'm really excited to, to roll some dice. Okay, well, this is not the only legendary creature. It might be the face uh, legendary creature of this set, but there's another one that can lead this commander deck. Let's talk about the next one. This is Clouth, Unrivaled Ancient. It's another dragoon. Uh, it is a seven mana 4-4, four, four, flying haste. Whenever Cloth, unrivaled, ancient attacks, add X mana in any combination of colors where X is the total power of attacking creatures. Spend this mana only to cast spells. Until the end of turn, you do not lose this mana at, as steps and phases end. Whoa. So this can produce a ton of mana. Like... like a, a lot. lot. Like a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. Okay, so you play it, you play it, and then just if you attack on its own, it gives you four mana. That's not that great, but it, it starts adding up everything. So if you have a random 5-4 dragon and you attack with just a 5-4 and this thing, you're producing nine mana. That's so much mana. That's so much mana that could probably be used to cast some crazy spells to destroy your opponent. Like, I'm just, uh, my mind is going with, like, big things like Galta. It's just like, oh, what could I do with, like, <laughs> 16 mana, with 20 mana, with a ton of mana? I mean, just imagine what Craterhoof Behemoth could do. I know, but I feel like Galta would already be so cheap if you got dragons out there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, this is, like, big, big, big mana. So, the thing is about like mana ramp that this is a weird sort of mana ramp because it starts at seven mana and then ramps you to like a bajillion. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? A lot of times yeah. the mana ramp that we really like, you know, it costs two and it ramps you one extra mana. So this, you know, we have to look and see, well, is this deck so mana hungry that we want 20 mana on turn eight or nine? I feel like some people would say yes, but I say no. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, okay. But before we get into like breaking down the stats and finding out which one of these commanders is great, we've got one more commander to talk about. All right. And their name is Wolfgar of Icewind Dale. It is a human barbarian, five mana, four, four with melee. Whenever this creature attacks, it gets plus one, plus one. And, uh, 
until end of turn for each opponent you attack this combat. And if a creature you control attacking would cause a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Okay. So on its face value, you know, three red, green, four, four. But when you attack, the melee ability triggers twice because melee is an attacking mm-hmm. ability, right? Yep. Okay. So that's kind of cool. It, it attacks really well. Uh, and it sort of panharmonicons, it kind of doubles up all of these attack triggers. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering how many different attack triggers are there. Like I'm just like thinking of I know. them off the top of my head and I'm like, I'm like running through all the things. It's like, oh my gosh, where are all the attack triggers out there? I like, know. And, and dragons are kind of known for attack triggers, right? Ooh. That's really cool. So we definitely have to pay attention to all those attack triggers. Find out if there are a lot of them in this deck. Because, you know, I'm thinking about, um, you know, Inferno Titan doing extra damage or Elder Gargaroth drawing two cards instead of one or something like that. So I think that there is a lot of really cool attack triggers out there. So definitely uh, a deck to be built around this. We just have to find out how many are in this deck. Speaking of breaking down this deck and finding out exactly what's in it, we have a chance to talk about the... How did you go lower than me on that one? That was amazing. It's a gift. (laughs) (laughs) The stats. The stats. (laughs) All right. Let's look at the stats. First up, we got to talk about ramp. This is a big dragon deck. We might have to ramp into seven drops and eight Eight drops. drops You know what I mean? Like all of these huge dragons. Uh, We have 13 sources of ramp. That's I think for a pre-constructor deck, 13 is pretty good. That's great. Um, 13 is actually really over the top in many situations. Like sometimes we're like uh, nine or 10, you know, Mm -hmm. that's like a good place to be. 13 is great. Now, one thing to point out is that a few of them are these big ramp spells. They're there to get you to like massive amounts of mana. Like Mm -hmm. this dragon is like, is it a ramp spell? Technically, Kinda, it gives yeah. you a lot of it gives you a lot of mana, but it could ramp you to like really, really big things. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next we have card draw. How many card draw sources? We've got nine card draw sources in here. Bam! Cards everywhere. It's, I love it. It makes sense for dragons. They want more of everything. They do. You're right. Um, single target removal. So. We have on here 11, but I know there's a caveat with that. There's technically six um, single target removal, but as we all know, dragons tend to do a lot of damage when they come in or have some kind of ability or combat trigger or something like that. So we also included another five, which are part of the dragons in here that Got it. So, could, so, could do targeted removal to get some stuff out. So six reliable real sources of removal and then an additional five dragon based removal dragon removal (laughs) it's like (laughs) dragon pest services like there are some dragons that when they attack they deal damage you know or they come into play and like distribute damage so Mm -hmm. I understand what you mean about this dragon dragon based removal and you're right it's more of a bonus to having a big dragon rather than a ah I need to kill this right now I need removal Mm -hmm. but you might have it in your hand and you're like oh I can you're like oh I need removal and then you look at your hand you're like oh this dragon actually can do that for me so mm-hmm. you know win-win okay uh and then we uh, move on to board wipes we've, we've got two okay that's that's pretty good um i don't think that you are really invested in putting a huge amount of board wipes in this deck because you're playing dragons like you're a creature-based deck right yeah. like you're not going to necessarily want to have all of these board wipes you know taking out your own dragons. especially if you know if you end up going with the uh uh rage of agents and you have all those spirit tokens out there you don't want to get it feels like you're that. you've got good defenses mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah okay um and then next we have some specific categories. We have dragon matters, like the dragon tribal theme. Mm-hmm. How many dragons or cards that care about dragons are there in this deck? I would ask you to guess, but I know you know. I know, yes. So I know numbers. <laughs> it's 29. We've got 29 dragoons in this deck. Or dragons or dragons matters cards. Yes. Things that synergize together with dragons. And that is a huge number. I would say a percentage, but I'm not good at math. <laughs> It's 20, 20, 29 because there's 100 cards in a commander deck. Don't make me do math. <laughs> no, it's 29% because there's 100 cards. Okay. 29%. Yes. <laughs> Look, you learn something every day. Uh, so that's a huge number. That's that. That's a huge proportion of your cards. It honestly, honestly. really is. Uh, so we know that we are sort of all in on dragons, which means that cards that synergize with dragons might be more important as our commander. Absolutely. Uh 
Okay. Well, we do know that one of our face commanders works when you roll dice. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a new mechanic. How many dice rolling cards do we have in here? We've got 11 dice rolling cards in here and they're all new cards. So that's a huge proportion of the new cards have you rolling dice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's pointing a finger to a specific card. So these these rolling dice are in, enrage enablers for your commander, um, but then there might be some other enrage enablers in this deck. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of them are those? We've got five. Okay. Technically. Technically. Things that could theoretically enrage your commander and create those five force. Uh, but some of them are not easy. Yeah. You know, they could jump through some hoops. Yeah. You gotta you gotta work a little bit. Okay. Um, so and then you have this backup commander. We talked about Wolfgar of Icewind Dale uh, and how he loves attack triggers. So how many cards in this deck will synergize with him and his attacking? About five. Okay, so not a lot. Like, we mentioned 29 things that care about dragons and five five. about attacking. So as we move on, uh, because we're going to talk about who should be the commander, it Mm -hmm. feels like Wolfgar's moving out of the way a little bit. Yeah. Um, One thing to note, well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get get into the analysis a little bit later, but it sounds like there's going to be some dragoning. You know, there's definitely going to be some dice rolling. There's probably going to be, I don't know, Dungeons and Dragons. Whoa. Is there is there even a dungeon mechanic in this whole deck? Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I plead on. the Moving fifth. On. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the deck's value. Okay. So one thing that's important to note is that this only takes into consideration the 54 reprints in this deck, mm-hmm. uh, not any of the new cards because the new cards don't have prices yet we don't know yet. this is before this deck has been released to you or anything like that and speaking of which it means that we're taking prices before you know what all these cards are worth and so prices change but one thing that's good is that we do the same thing with every pre-constructed deck so we have a benchmark for all of these pre-constructed decks you know for years honestly Mm -hmm. uh so can you reveal to us the total reprint value of draconic rage the total value of reparents in this deck is $128.86. That's almost $130. Wow. I don't know if you ask me, but that's pretty good. I'm going to ask you. That's pretty good, right? That's so good. Uh, to put it in comparison, because we need comparison, uh, the Strixhaven re- uh, pre-constructed deck. That's the one that just came out a little while ago. Wow, we just had pre-cons. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was the last one. <laughs> the reprint average was $88 mm-hmm. across the, those five decks, which by the way, $88 was, was fine. 88 compared to 128? $50 increase? That's crazy. Oh my gosh. And then, well, not $50, $40. See, math's Sorry, hard. Math's hard. Anyways, <laughs> uh, and then by the way, if we take the the pre-constructed decks over the past three years, we add them all up, we divide, we figure out what the average is. The average is actually pretty close, close to Strixhaven. Uh, it's $87 average. And so this deck is doing great compared to all of the pre-constructed decks over the past three years. So we know that the value in this deck is good. So let's talk about the notable reprints in the set because we're going to want to know where all that value is coming from, right? Mm-hmm. So there are 18 cards worth more than $2 in Draconic Rage. That's a lot. That is a lot. And there are six cards over $5, which is pretty good because if you compare that to Strixhaven, there were only three cards over $5 um, when you average out each deck. Okay, well... Um, so that's double the amount of expensive cards. Double the fun. Double. Let's do it. So, uh, why don't we start us off with the most expensive reprint? The most expensive reprint is Kindred Summons at $28. Whew, that card needed a reprint. It's been a while. And that's a, that's a fun card, too. And actually, like, I can imagine, like, you have a few of these 5-4 dragon tokens out there, and then mm-hmm. Kindred Summon a bunch of dragons onto the battlefield. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yes. All right, next up. Next up, we have Skyline Despot at $21. Ooh, another weird reprint print but i love the monarch mechanic and so getting a big chonky dragon that draws you a card is mm-hmm. great um moving down the list we go from 21 dollars way down to 850 with rishkar's expertise i mean it's still 
It's still really it's good. Still, it's still a really good reprint, <laughs> honestly. And and more people need to play with Rich Cards Expertise because it is a very fun card. Drawing cards is great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great in this deck, too. Next up, Haven of the Spirit Dragon at $5. Does that dragon uh, synergy. Uh, Gratuitous Violence at $5. You know, you're an attacking deck. You have five fours. Might as well attack a little bit better. Yep. Uh, Dragon's Horde at $5. Another Dragon's Matters card. Mm-hmm. Thunder Bra- Thunderbreak Regent at $4. You know, if your opponent's are gonna take out your dragons you might as well you know tax them a little bit with some life yeah. plus it's just a great little dragon with you yeah um speaking of a good attacking dragon what about the next one uh terror of mount velis Ooh, that's the double striking dragon yeah love it oh and uh i think a lot of people's favorites i mean at least for dragons and red in general anger anger this is a deck about rage but honestly you want to be able to attack really quickly with your dragons like a lot of them have haste but these ones don't i want to be able to attack immediately yeah i want you to never see it coming oh they they reprinted one of the best dragons matters cards scourge of valkus yeah. A $3 card reprinted. Get in all of the dragon decks because uh, honestly, it's just a, a great card triggering off your dragons, just doing a ton of different damage. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, Dragon Speaker Shaman at $3. Great. Cost your dragons for cheaper. Mm-hmm. Game Trail, solid little land at 250 Soul Ring at 250 we all know what Soul Ring does. Uh, Desert, another little land yeah. in there at 250. Um, that's one of the Enrage Enablers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon Master Outcast makes makes dragons coming at 250. Mm-hmm. Chameleon Colossus, technically a dragon at 225. Hey. Technically. Uh, a Beast Within at 225. And uh, Arcane Signet coming in at $2. I'm glad they reprinted Arcane Signet again. It's it's honestly starting to go in every single deck. And so I'm glad that it's going to get the soul ring treatment and keep the price going down, 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 yep, down, yep, down. Yep. Perfect. All right. So we talked about the commanders. We talked about the stats of the deck. We're getting a better idea of what belongs in the deck. We're seeing all of the notable reprints. Who should you run as the commander of this deck? I mean, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your life, but yes, I am here to tell you what I did with my upgrade. And I'm going to go with Vrondis Rage of Ancients. <laughs> I think that that's an obvious, I think it's really great because honestly, you have all your dice rolling cards and you want to play with the new mechanic. And so you want the commander that synergizes with dice rolling. Uh, you also, come on, you're creating five fours. I mean, like, look, it's a great track, like dragon tribal deck. Like it really is. You could easily run Clothis. But if you know anything about me, I don't like expensive commanders. Um, and so out of all of them, Verondis really spiked my interest because I love the enrage mechanic. And so I was like, you know what? Let's take advantage of these dice rolling cards in here, which is going to be new and fun and enrage because I love it. So once you attack with this, if they kill it after attacks, you could generate enough mana to play it again. I mean, hypothetically, <laughs> probably. Honest, honestly, this thing can create a ton of <laughs> mana, but um, you can't even use the mana for activated abilities. So a lot of dragons have really cool activated abilities. They fireball things or they become monstrous or all sorts of stuff. Like there's dragons that have you take extra turns, you oh, know, yeah. like extra combat steps, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the thing. Savage Event Maw can help you. It's kind of like this. It produces a bunch of mana when it attacks and then you can use that mana for activated abilities. Mm-hmm. You can't with this. Nope. It's like they they knew that that would be really good and they they (laughs) specifically made it not work. They knew it would be really good and they're like, this deck is already really good. So like, let's not break it. Yeah. Um, So casting lots of lots more big things is great, but you can't use it on activated abilities. That's pretty limiting. And then we talked about Wolfgar. I mean, I just feel like with our budget and our 10 in 10 out, it's just not feasible enough for me to get enough in here with um, attack triggers that I'm going to get enough value off of them. I like Wolfgar. Uh, I will build a commander deck around Wolfgar. So head on over to the Jumbo Commander YouTube channel where you can see a deck tech on Wolfgar and attacking matters triggers because I am excited about that for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay, but you have chosen Dun Dun Dun. Brondis Rage of Vengeance. <laughs> I'm going to say it like that every time. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so choosing that, let's talk about the best cards in this commander deck. All righty. Well, here, let's, let's, let's do it of this way. Um, 
Well, this is one of your recommendations. I thought that this card I, was gross. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's called Druid of Purification. It's three and a green, two, three. When Druid of Purification enters the battlefield, starting with you, each player may choose an artifact or enchantment you don't control. Destroy each permanent chosen this way. So I love this card. <laughs> it's amazing. So first thing is that we're used to paying three mana to destroy target artifact or enchantment, right? Yep. Like that's something that we all play. This is one extra mana, but has the potential of getting even more things. They can never select one of your things. Never. You play it and you get to choose first and say like, I want, I need to get rid of that thing over there. Gone. Mm -hmm. But then you have the added benefit of going around the table and everyone just getting mad at each other and killing each other's things. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, they can all pick the same thing. They can all pick the same thing. They can all pick the same thing. But uh, if you're the one being targeted, don't you think you might want to snipe someone else's stuff? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you're like, I want that to go away. And then there's probably other threats at the table as well. And they're like, okay, well, I know that's scary, but that's also scary. So let's get rid of that too. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to get rid of that. Or you just play this politically. You just have, all you need is one friend to be like, okay, I'm going to get that and you get that. Yeah. Okay. So like, wouldn't you team up with me if I was like, okay, like I'll get this and you get that. Yeah. Yeah. You do that in a heartbeat, right? 100%. Yeah. So then we do that, and then suddenly everyone is getting their artifacts and enchantments nuked, and you are Art. protected. You're, you, you get out of there scot-free. I love it. I love it so much. All right, and this is one we talked about earlier because it is a good card, and it and, and uh, it's called Rishkar's Expertise. It's four green-green. It's a sorcery. Draw cards equal to the greatest power among creatures you control. You may cast a spell with mana value five or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. In this deck, that's great because you're going to draw a ton of cards because these dragons are huge. And I mean, I think the average case scenario is draw five cards yeah. for six mana and then play a dragon. Yeah. That, that seems great. That seems so like good. The floor of that seems really, really good. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that we don't need to convince people the Rich Car's expertise is great. It's great. Well, just take my word for it. Um, and so last but not least, we have Scourge of Valkis. It's two mana and three red for a 4-4 four, four flying dragon. Whenever Scourge of Valkis or another dragon enters the battlefield under your control, it deals X damage to any target, where X is the number of dragons you control. And you can pay one red, and Scourge of Valkis gets plus one, plus zero until the end of turn. Oh my gosh. I and love it's it. not a tap ability. It's just pay. So you can pump it up. You can put a lot of, yeah, a lot of dragons have fire breathing. Why can't you let us use it in activated abilities? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but Scourge of Alcus is great because you're going to be triggering your commander, you're mm -hmm. the commander at the helm. And so you could put in two or three different dragons and then suddenly you're doing like three damage, four damage, five damage, like back to back to back uh, to different things. Like you can mm -hmm. take out blockers. You can, you know, you can maybe just ping it for one or two and ping your commander to create yep. another five, four that then has it ping something else. Like mm -hmm. it's a lot of damage spread over a lot of different things. And trust me, we have enrage enablers in this deck. Yep. So we're going to be able to make five fours. Mm -hmm. Don't you worry. If you were worried about uh, our ability to make five fours, well, then stay tuned because we're going to talk about all the cards to add really soon after this short commercial break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Hello, we are back and we are going to be talking about the upgrades to this deck. Now, remember, we're putting 10 cards in, mm -hmm. 10 cards out, and we are keeping the budget under $30 so that it is an easy swap so you can get this deck powered up to play at your commander tables. Let's talk about the first category, which is Enrage. Oh, yes. Enrage. Listen, there really wasn't enough Enrage Namblers, and you wanted to be able to reliably uh, do Enrage. Just having a single card that rolls a single die sometimes, you know, wasn't enough to create five fours. We want five fours all the all time. All the time. All of the time. So um, your first Enrage Enabler is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so my first uh, Enrage uh, Enabler is Marauding Raptor. It's one and a red. It's a two, three. Creature spells you cast cost one less to cast. And whenever another creature enters a battlefield under your control, Marauding Raptor deals two damage to it. If a dinosaur is dealt damage this way, Marauding Raptor gets plus two, plus zero till end of turn. Dinosaurs? Do we have dinosaurs in this deck? Maybe. <laughs> it doesn't matter, honestly. I, <laughs> I personally feel like dragons are dinosaurs, but like yeah. I'm sure there's some technicality in there. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> if someone sat down at the commander table and they're like, by the way, I consider dinosaurs dragons and dragons dinosaurs. Just letting you know. So I'm running dinosaur <laughs> dragon tribal. <laughs> and all, they're all going to work. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Okay. <laughs> but Marauding Raptor is a great pick because it is that mana ramp, right? Like yes. you're going to be playing dragons. You're going to make them cheaper. But then also you play your commander and then immediately make a dragon. Oh, right? yeah. You, you get this out early. You play your commander. Boom. You get dragons. And also, you're not playing a lot of little things that are going to die to this trigger. Uh, so everything seems to be fine. Like, even you make a 5 forward, it has this trigger happen to it. Yeah. Like, it's fine. A lot of our dragons have uh, really big butts. So, like, and or toughness for those that don't know. Uh, and it, they'll be able to survive and it really won't be that big of a deal. Okay. Next up, we have something a little bit similar. Mm -hmm. So we have Aether Flash. It is two red red. It's an enchantment. Whenever a creature comes into play, Aether Flash deals two damage to it. So it's another source of being able to do direct damage to our commander and or some of the other uh, bigger dragons that'll just be just, just, just dandy. <laughs> they're just fine. They they're come in fine. and they're like two damage. That's fine. But like, you could play this against some decks and they just fold, right? Yes. Like you play this and then suddenly they're like, oh, my sapperlings. Mm -hmm. Oh, my elves. Yeah. Like, like I can't do anything. It like, kind of hoses some other decks that are going to play some smaller things. I like that. Um, so those are cards that will produce one dragon when your commander enters, which is mm -hmm. good because they both curve into your commander really nicely. Exactly. Uh, but we are going to want to en enrage our commander over and over and over again, right? Oh, as much so let's as talk about some recursive enragement. So our recursive enragement is Brass Taunter. It's four and a red, one, one, indestructible. Whenever Brass Taunter is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to a target opponent. And then you can pay two and a red, tap it, Brash Taunter fights another target creature. So the way this works here is you would essentially just pay that, tap it, and attack, uh, well, and target your uh, commander. They fight! Your commander Bye. takes one damage and creates a dragon and deals five damage to Brash Taunter, which you direct at your opponent's face. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. All right. So the last but not least enrage enabler we have in here is Court of Ire. It is a three and a red red enchantment. When Court of Ire enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. At the beginning of your upkeep, Court of Ire deals two damage to any target. If you're the monarch, it deals seven damage to that player or permanent instead. So it's another way for you to deal damage to your commander reliably every single turn and if you are still the monarch you just get to shoot seven damage anywhere you want yeah like if you're the monarch and you're drawing a card and dealing seven damage i don't care that i'm not able to trigger enrage like mm -hmm. i'm just like oh five four that dies after deals damage no i'll just take seven damage directly <laughs> but if you're not the monarch ping this thing create a five four and exactly. that's and those disposable five fours are good ways to get the monarch back mm -hmm. um all as well as flying dragons are a great way to get the monarch back so that was just a great inclusion all right so we've got our dragony advantage okay so this is not not we're not going to trigger and rage anymore instead we're going to sort of uh get advantage from playing a deck full of big dragons mm -hmm. um and one of my favorite cards i put in here is lurking predators it is a four mana green green enchantment whenever an opponent casts a spell reveal the top card of your library if it's a creature card 
put it onto the battlefield. Otherwise, you may put that card on the bottom of your library. So we've got these big honker dragons that are really expensive to cast, but you know your opponents are going to be casting spells. So if you play a dragon for free, I don't think you say no. Yeah, I think you want like two dragons for free, but honestly, you only have to hit this a couple times before you are like just taking over the game. Like your opponents just have to respect it. And uh, sometimes someone like, I've played this before where people are like, cast a spell. And then you're like, oh, and then everyone has free reign to cast a spell again. Mm -hmm. And then they run the next turn. Someone's like, do I do it? Do I cast a spell? And you're like, dragon, dragon. <laughs> I've, I've done it before where I've just, oh, it's, it was so nasty. I have it in my Mael deck and Ooh, it just fun. boom, boom, boom. Honestly, it works in any deck that has a big number of creatures, like these massive creatures. So mm -hmm. it belongs in a dragon deck. Uh, so this is one of your most expensive cards. All the cards we talked about before, you know, a dollar, less than a dollar, Brash Taunter was 250. This one is uh, 550. Yeah. Uh, so this is probably one of the more expensive cards in your list. Do you think Lurking Predators is worth that price? I personally do. And and like I said, as a card that I play with in many decks, um, when you are trying to get out, I feel like the biggest thing that stops decks that are high mana curve and high mana value and things like that is being able to play your stuff and getting to kind of cheat them in is the easiest way to get around that. So mm -hmm. I think it's worth it. I mean, you are playing off the top of your deck, so it's card draw and man advantage, the yep. two things that we care about most in Commander. All right, mm -hmm. I'm, I am sold on that. This is one I, I, I kind of foisted upon you. I was like, play this card. And, and I like, was like, right, normally I'm like, no, I'm going to go with this really, really ultra not value card. <laughs> but this one, I've, I've been convinced. But dragons love treasure. I know. Dragons love treasure. Therefore, Tireless Provisioner is so great. It is two mana and a green. It's a creature elf scout with landfall. Whenever land enters the battlefield under your control, create a food token or a treasure token. These hungry dragons, they need treasure. They need their horde. Yeah, yeah they really do. And honestly, like you... Like, we don't have to talk about this one very much because it's amazing. We play it down and then we keep hitting our land drops and it lets us save up treasure because sometimes when you're playing a deck that has a really high curve that has these big dragons, yeah. you know, you might take a turn off or play two, three drops in a row so that you can get this bigger dragon out faster. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big fan of treasure in this deck and Tireless Provisioner makes a lot of it. Oh, yeah. But now we get to some of the more uh, spicy cards. Look. Spicy. <laughs> and be funny because if you don't know, I did Asmarana Martyr. I, I did the spicy voice for that. That's why it's oh, funny. Oh, very nice. You didn't laugh. It's okay. I didn't. I, I didn't know you had to explain the inside <laughs> you joke You want to me. know what? It's I didn't okay. Know that. I know Murph and Jake are laughing in the other room. They are <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> All the editors are laughing right now. <laughs> um, okay, so we're we've talked about all the hoops we want to jump through to be able to get five fours and get mm -hmm. a lot of them, right? Yeah. Um, and so just having a five four is fine, but we want them to attack. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So granting them haste could be really good. Anger's already in this deck, but uh, we went searching high and low for the best haste enablers for our Drago boys. Oh yeah. And we found a good one. You found a good one. I found a good one. I came out. I came out. Of of the darkness with this one. Um, this one is Perforous Bronze Blooded. It is four mana and a red. It's a seven six. Indestructible God. As long as your devotion to red is less than five, Perforos isn't a creature. Other creatures you control have haste and you can pay two and a red. You may put a red creature card or an artifact creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. Okay, so haste. That's mm -hmm. what we're really looking for, yep. right? But then also, like, we have dragons in this deck. Like, we can activate Perforos. Like, we can turn Perforos on. Oh, that's yeah. That's a thing that can happen. But then also, like, we could cheat in, like, a big dragon out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we're getting in with this ha whole haste thing is that we want to create these five fours and give them haste and smash. But then also activate this ability and just throw in another dragon and smash, too. Like, I feel like Perforos gives us the ability to get a lot of damage out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, I want to be able to play that. That dragon and you're like oh dragon scary but you're like oh even more scary you can hit me with it right now <laughs> like, like you dig a turn to the table it's like oh dragon scary but when it's like you don't have enough time to even be scared it's like dragon scary dragon hit me dragon scary dragon smork <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, i actually think that this one might be scarier i mean it's it is scary i mean it's it's me so it's gonna be scary uh <laughs> 
So our next one we have is Xenagos, God of Revels. It is three, a red and a green, six, five, indestructible God. As long as your devotion to red and green is less than seven, Xenagos isn't a creature. At the beginning of combat on your turn, another target creature you control gains haste and gets plus X plus X until the end of turn, where X is that creature's power. Oh, so now your dragons gain haste like you wanted them to, but they're they're. 10 power. Double. Double wham. That's a double wham. <laughs> 10 power. That, that smashes. That smashes really, really well. That smashes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what this deck wants to be. It wants to be the smashing deck, right? Oh, yeah. It wants it. It wants to go sideways. This wants to be rage-filled. It is rage-filled. <laughs> All right. And then last thing. Look, you can't smash with your dragons if your opponents do things to them, like destroy them. How dare like they? Like wipe your board. I would never. I'm just kidding. I would never because I have rapid vigor. It is one in a green instant. Regenerate each creature you control. Nice. So protect your dragons. Uh, protect your commander because your deck is kind of built around your commander too. Yep. Um, all those cards add up to just around $30. We were right there on the edge uh, of that. Mm -hmm. um, the most expensive card we included was Xenagos God of Revels. At $9.99. I think, I think that was a good inclusion, right? Like, I like it. I think so, because it really allows you to just, like, if you're, you put out a big dragon with haste, and then you go ahead and you smash with it, and it doubles the power and toughness, or gives it plus X plus X. Like, worth the money over a very cheap, because we could pick another haste enabler, and it could be really cheap, you know, yeah. like in the 25 cent, mm -hmm. you know, category, but pumping the power is worth it. Right? It really is because swinging out with this is going to be really, really prevalent and you just want to get as much damage you, as you want out because it puts a target on your back. Yeah. You know? And Perforos Bronze Blooded, the the next most well it goes, Xenagos, Lurking Predators, where we talked about that. Perforos Bronze Blooded at $4. Mm -hmm. um, that one seems like a good a good use for haste, right? I think so. I think so too. Okay. Uh, excellent job, 10 in. But do you know what? Telling you what cards to put in a deck doesn't really help unless we tell you what cards to take out. Mm -hmm. We got to tell you what cards are not pulling their weight and pull them out so that you're actually upgrading the deck rather than just flailing around and putting some cards in and cards out. So let's talk about what cards to take out. But before we do, I'd like to compliment you on how good of a job you did on subbing in these cards uh, and keeping it on budget. Excellent job. Well, thank you. It was very hard because anybody that's played dragons before knows they're very expensive. Uh, and many, I mean that in multiple ways. How many times did you like say, oh, this dragon and you look it up and it's like too expensive? Yeah. I'm like, ooh, oh, well then I would get eaten alive in the comments section if I put a $17 dragon in here. And as much as I don't care. I wanted to make the best for you all, so... <laughs> I think that that's something that people need to be aware of, because, like, some of the dragons that are really cool, oh, they yeah. are pretty expensive. And they so, really are. Yeah, um, so that's both a downside. We talk about, oh, dragons are expensive, but the good side is that there are a bunch of dragons reprinted in this deck, and the price of those will go down and be cheaper and allow dragon decks to be more accessible. Yeah. So thumbs up for some dragons being more accessible. Uh, you might be sad as you go searching through the internet <laughs> to find your favorite dragon, and it's like, <laughs> my favorite dragon is so expensive. No. But Look, like wizards, please reprint Terror of the Peaks. It just came, it just came out. That's the one you wanted. You yeah. wanted Terror of the Peaks to, to make five fours and terror smash people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, for sure. Okay, let's talk about the cards that we wanna that we wanna take out of this deck. Uh, first card, I yeah, let's talk about it. First card we uh, are gonna take out of here is Dragon Lord Servant. It is a one and a red for one three dragon spells. You cast cost one less to cast. Let's combine this with a Dragon Speaker Shaman. One red red for a two two human barbarian shaman. Dragon spells you cost cost two less to cast. Uh, this is like mana ramp. Why are we removing our mana ramp? <laughs> well, I put in Marauding Raptor instead, which I thought was like... Marauding Raptor is definitely I better than this. Better. It is definitely better than this Dragon Dragon <laughs> Lord Servant. Uh, and also Tireless Provisioner, too. Mm -hmm. That's another form of mana ramp. So we put in two pieces of mana ramp. We took out two, two pieces, pieces of mana, of mana ramp. ramp. And we put in ways to cheat the dragons out, which... 
helps a little bit with that. Okay. Um, and also, spoiler, we are cutting some dragons. And so when our dragon count goes down, some of the thematic uh, ways to cast dragons mm-hmm. get less and less powerful. Yeah. You know, so that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have uh, Neverwin Hydra. An XX green green zero zero as never when Hydra enters a battlefield roll XD six it enters with a number of plus one plus one counters on it equal to the number of those results trample and it has ward four, four whenever this creature becomes target of a spell or an ability an opponent controls counter it unless it, uh, that player plays four. Wait a second. If I paid four mana for this, I could roll two sixes and it would be a 12 12 for four mana trample ward. This card is insane. It's really good. <laughs> that's that's like the but top. That's, like, that's an insane scenario. <laughs> I was like, but the chances of that happening are, are very small. <laughs> Not a lot. And, you know. One in 36. It's one in 36. You like, heard yeah. it here. For me, <laughs> I'm not. I'm the, not average, a the average case scenario is rolling a three, right? Yeah. You know, you roll a six on one die, but you might roll a one on the other. Mm-hmm. But so, like the average case scenario, because like I talked about this being a twelve twelve, mm-hmm. um, but it could be a two two for four. Yeah. A two, like a two two ward two trample. Like, come on, that's got to be the most depressing card ever. You want reliability in your creatures. I do. I do, and I, I sometimes I like, and I, I just, I, I couldn't. You couldn't. I couldn't. I'm sorry. Uh, I agree with you. I, <laughs> I don't like, uh, I don't like that card. I think that you need to get into really high amounts of dice. You need to cast that thing for some insane amount of mana. Or just roll a ton of dice across the table and then calculate everything. That sounds fun to me. That sounds fun. Well, calculating doesn't sound fun, but rolling dice sounds fun. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. Uh, I got one over here. Okay. It's called Decree of Savagery. It's a nine mana combat trick. Seven green green for an instant. Put four plus one plus one counters on each creature you control. It also has cycling. Four green green. When you cycle Decree of Savagery, put four plus one plus one counters on one target creature. That's... Couldn't you just do something like a uh, Colossification? I don't even know. Instead of that? It's, I mean, are we, are we a deck that's about pumping up a single creature? No. I, well, our dragons are already big. Like our dragons are already big. Our dragons don't need to be bigger. Um, yes, we might go wide with these five, four dragons. So then if we put four plus one plus one counters on them, oh my gosh, they become nine eights that then die when they deal damage. Mm -hmm. That's not what we want. No. So we're not going wide to cast this for nine and our tallness, like our big creatures are big enough. We don't need to cycle this for six and add more counters to it. I agree. It is a clunky combat trick that does not synergize with our deck. Absolutely not. Um, And then these are technically dragons. Uh, We have Torian Mauler, which is uh, two and a red for two, two changeling. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, you may put a plus one, plus one counter on Torian Mauler. I've seen this get pretty big. It can get pretty big, but because we're 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 running um, things that are going to deal damage to our creatures coming in, I didn't want to have this in there because oh, yeah, it's a two-two, two, so it could just get annihilated immediately. Yeah, that's um, true. And so I don't think it would have lived long enough to really got get really big. Okay, um, it's not a very b- big impactful creature. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Um, and then we have. Chameleon Colossus for two and a green green. It's a four four. Another changeling. It's got protection from black, and you can pay two green green and gets plus X plus X till end of turn, where X is its power. So it can get very huge, and it's not necessarily going to die when it immediately comes in. But truth be honest, I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, there. I was like, there's a cooler card I can put in here. Got it. So you were like. This is a dragon deck, and this is not even like this is one of those fake dragons. Yeah, like it's a dragon like, deck. There's so many cool dragons already. I don't need change. Look at these imposter dragons <laughs> in here. Get out of here. Um, but then you also told get said get out of here to some yeah. actual real dragons. I got I you know I kicked him to the curb a few of these dragons because they were a little clunky. Um, so I did Skyship Stalker. It's two and a red, red, three, three, flying. You can pay red. It gets plus one, plus zero till end of turn. You can pay red. It gains first strike till end of turn. Or you could pay red and it gains haste till end of turn. I'm I, I'm not very excited about that dragon. Okay. It's, yeah, it's it, like it, it can do a job. 
but it's budget, not the job budget I want. dragon yeah okay i agree um and then as we all know i don't like very high mana cost cards uh i usually play pretty low curve decks in general um and then so i got rid of horde smelter dragon which is four and a red red for a five five uh flying dragon you can pay three and a red destroy target artifact horde smelter dragon gets plus x plus zero till end of turn where x is that artifact's mana value so it definitely could do something really cool if you're getting rid of like some really expensive artifact but i don't i'm not gonna pay four to just i don't know well okay you mentioned that it was clunky right so let's take the play pattern this comes down on turn six okay uh not still not a great body turn seven rolls around and then suddenly you're gonna start activating this and blowing something up uh that's not really what you want to be doing on turn seven turn seven has to be like really high impact don't you want to be putting in a bunch of five fours and giving him haste and doing a bunch of damage yes rather than activating this for four mana Mm -hmm. and it's four mana to just take something out like yes it could take out a relevant artifact but uh you might just be taking out mana rocks and that's not a good use of your mana it doesn't feel good yeah i think that you describing it as clunky is probably a good description sorry horde smelter dragon you're you're cute but no. But we're going to find more efficient ways to take <laughs> yes. out artifacts. Um, so my last one I have to take out is a called Bogarden Hellkite. It's a six mana, uh, red, red, five, five, flying, flash. When uh, Bogarden Hellkite enters the battlefield, it deals five damage divided as you choose among any number of targets. Now, yes, you can use this. This is an enrage enabler. You Why can you use this, this as an enrage enabler, <laughs> but for eight it's so much mana for eight and it's only five damage too it's not like it's dealing a ton, it's not like it's dealing eight damage divided up it's like it's fought like and i can only technically do it once yeah no you're absolutely right and i i you know we put in some more reliable enrage mechanic uh yes, enabler cards in here as opposed to spending eight mana to do five <sighs> yeah i know this uh yeah it's just it doesn't it just doesn't cut it because you need to be doing more powerful things at eight. I agree with you uh, with cutting that dragon as yeah. well. Okay. So going over our cuts, we have two ramp cards because we got better ramp cards and we're cutting down the dragons. Mm-hmm. We got rid of a Hydra that uh, that is living in magical Christmas land uh, in a dragon deck for some reason. But you know what? Hydras are like dinosaurs, like dragons. They're all the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got rid of a combat trick that, uh, that is very way too expensive. expensive. Yeah. Even when you're cycling it, it's a six mana combat trick. And then we got rid of five dragons. Two of them are imposters. They're not even dinosaurs. They're well, not even real dinosaurs. dragons. <laughs> they're not even real dragons look i am now the mother of dragons i don't want any imposters in here uh, okay so one thing to note though is that we are cutting five dragons so that does decrease our dragon count and so if we are trying to hit dragons or synergize with other parts of our deck you know like we we have less we have fewer hits and also we didn't add any dragons mm-hmm. um I think that our dragon count is still high enough yes. uh, that this deck still functions. But as you're tinkering with this deck, that's something you should pay attention to is like, okay, well, I have these thematic elements of a dragon. Well, how many dragons can you cut before those thematic elements start feeling clunky and they stop kind of working? Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to upgrade it differently. I'm sure there's a world that you can go more dinosaurs, less dragons. Um, that sounds a lot of fun to me because Enrage is a notably so you like on a lot a, of dragons. So you like this as um, you would cut the dragons and just go all Enrage oh, and add a bunch of dinosaurs. If I had an unlimited budget and not $30, I would put in, you know... Uh, Polyraptor, uh, like there's so many other things. <laughs> Ripjaw Raptor. Ripjaw Raptor, like so many other really sick, like enraged dinosaurs that you can totally do. But this was our budget, 10 in, 10 out, and it was it made more sense to do it but this dragons way. Dragons are cool. I guess dinosaurs are cool too. Dinosaurs You're right. Cool. You're right. Um, and, and I think that that speaks to how exciting the face commander is with that enraged mechanic is that you are so much more excited about the enraged mechanic rather than the dinosaur mm-hmm. aspect of it. Yep. Okay, very cool. Uh, let's talk about how this deck plays because you've had a chance to run this deck through its courses, play a couple games, and then teasing it, mm-hmm. this deck will be played on a new episode of Extra Turns coming out in the future. Maybe. So pay attention to that coming out. <laughs> um, but how does this deck play? 
So this deck is you're going to ramp, you're going to utilize your curve, you're going to play dragons, and then you're going to become the mother of dragons or the father or the the parent, the owner of dragons. <laughs> Perhaps. Maybe. The, the, like the, the, the dog walker of dragons. You're, you're going to be the Caesar of dragons. You're going to have 20 million dragons. Caesar Milan, you're, you're just going to whisper to the dragons. You're, you're like, hello, dragon. Somebody's going to try to attack you. <laughs> Actually, someone's going to try to attack you, and you will. You'll go like, trigger my enrage on my commander, create a 5-4 block. <laughs> you know, and no one wants to attack you when you have a 5-4 that creates more dragons. You thought wrong <laughs> okay so um, ramp curve out cast dragons mm -hmm. that sounds good and then we also have i don't even want to call it like a plan b because it's not a plan b it's kind of like a a point five uh, <laughs> um you're gonna a point five a point five um you're gonna you're gonna make five four tokens and you're gonna enrage and you're gonna roll dice which you know this is part of the adventure of forgotten realms stuff so like it, it, it's based around Dungeons and Dragons and I love Dungeons and Dragons and I love rolling dice it's one of my favorite things to do and so I'm excited that I'm going to be able to get to roll dice with some of these really cool new cards so you have cool cards that have this cool dice mechanic on it and you can roll dice and then yeah that makes sense and it, it trigger it triggers your commander and then you have more dragons got it so the the more sort of straightforward is curve out play dragon smash but then also there's like a oh I'm gonna like play whatever cool rolling I have. I'm going to do these enrage enablers and I'm going to have like this long-term plan of creating a bunch of tokens and then smash. Yeah, because you can even like, maybe you don't necessarily have any removal in your hand and you're like, oh, you know, my hand's a little slow or something like that. And you're like, but I have this way to create and roll dice. So I'm going to do that, whether it's an instant, you know, whatever. Ideally, it's an instant. You do it on somebody else's step and now you have blockers. Very cool. Very cool. It's like its own little combat trick. So is this a, is this a powerful deck? I think so. Ooh. I think so. Okay. Okay. I mean, Ready? it is enraging. All right. <laughs> so to, <laughs> to the listeners, what do you think about this Gruel Precon? Are there any cards that we missed? Any cards that we suggested to take out? What do you disagree with? Just tell Lady in the tell comments. Tell me in the comments. I'll be there. She's going to be like arguing in the comments. Catch tell me outside. everything that she did. <laughs> <laughs> also, we want to make sure that there's a special thanks to Card Kingdom. Buy cards there. Use our affiliate link. It is wonderful. Uh, they support us, and we love Card Kingdom because we they get us the cards that we want quickly. Uh, use cardkingdom.com. Slash command zone. That's right. Uh, also, Ultra Pro. They make beautiful products like deck boxes. Like our, our new limited edition Game Nights deck box. And if you go on our... And by the way, you can't just get this at any old Ultra Pro store game no, store. No, I do not you, think... You got to go on Kickstarter because then it's a limited supply. So you got to go to Kickstarter. And if, you, like, if you've supported any of our Kickstarters before, you know that it it's happening. It's hip hop happening. It is... Like, get it now or forever hold it. Yeah, we can't, like, they're made. Like, we can't just, like, go out there and make more. L limited. Yes. Limited. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's no end step because uh, there's a pre-con upgrade guide, but we mm -hmm. do have some some thank yous in the cleanup step. We have a big thanks to our amazing team here at the Command Zone, starting off with... Lady Danger. Lady Danger. Vince <laughs> Monk, Craig Blanchett, Ashlyn Rose, Alfred Estaca, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Patrick Mann, Jordan Pritchett, Arthur Metacroft, Sam Waldo, Grav Grady, and Dan Sheehan. And a special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer for the Living Card Animations at Living Cards MTG. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for upgrading this deck. Thank you, DJ. You are truly the mother of dragons. Yes, I am. I'm Lady Khaleesi. Bye-bye, <laughs> everyone. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.